Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Fuelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. He has had three Comedy Central specials and his new album is called It's Scary in Here. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. Now it's a part. Thank you guys so much for joining us again this week. We have a great show for you. My guest in the ADD interview is comedian and actor that you can see on the new NBC show, The Young Rock. He plays Vince McMahon, and his name is Adam Ray. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week. 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join us. And our superfan shout-out is for Mark Swisher. Say hi to Mark, everybody. Hey, Mark. Love your name, Mark. <laughs> yeah, me too. How you doing, Mark? I had a lot of fun talking to Adam Ray. You did? I did, yeah. He, he's a very funny guy. And he calls his mother as much as I do. <laughs> not, not that I call his mother. I call my mother, and that's something we talked about. You mean you call your mom and you put them in your act? The stuff she says gets in the act. I'm, exactly. I'm just not going to put her in there. <laughs> exactly. She's got to earn it, this woman. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sure Adam does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I forgot to call her, so we're going to call her right now because I didn't, oh, I didn't call good. her. Oh, great. That's great. All right, so we're going to call my mom. Hi, Adam. Hi, Ma. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I love you. I miss you. I'm here with Alex. I'm here, too. Hello. Hi, Alex. How are you, sweetie? I'm good. Good talking to you. And Phil and Mark are here, too. Say hi, guys. Hey, Ma. I miss you. Hey, Phil. How are you? I miss you, too. M- Mama Ferrara, yes. Mark. How are you? Oh, good, Mark. How are you? Nice to talk to you guys again. Great to talk to you. Ma, I interviewed a friend of mine on the podcast today. His name is Adam Ray, and he's got a bit about gambling. And I remembered the story when you hit a hard eight and I got to go to college. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That is true. That's hilarious. I used to love to play crap, and uh, I learned it from uh, uh, Mrs. Rodolico's father. May he rest in peace. <laughs> he showed me how to play. So I go down there, and I go, you know, I'm afraid to go to the table. You know, there's all these big guys around the table. Mm-hmm. So I go in there, and I put my $5 down on the pass line, you know, and that's all I was doing. I said, well, you know, let me try the six and the eight, you know. So I did. So the, the, the stick man says to me, if you want to make any money, you got to back up your bet. I didn't even know what the heck he was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I got all upset. I was all nervous, and I walked away. So then I bought a book on how to play crap, and uh, I studied it, and yeah, that's I became addictive to it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I remember, I remember once your father came over to one of the tables I was at, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of screaming and yelling, and he says, oh, I hope she's at that table. But I didn't know he came over because he would never come near me. He didn't want to jinx me. Mm-hmm. And I had the dice, okay? 
and I had a great run. Yeah, but I, I did well. I, I really did well. There were other times I did terrible. Yeah, I know. But I le- <laughs> Here's the thing. My mother buys a book and studies it. I learned it from Meatball in Kansas City. <laughs> you know, mom used to, Mark, mom, my mother used to yell at me, like, because I'd be going down Atlantic City, and, and mm-hmm. I, I, come, I didn't tell I was going down. I just told her where I was when I came back. <laughs> so, well, we gambled, Adam. Yeah. Like, we went to Vegas. You met us there, right? Yeah, but I remember when I, when I came. So, I gambled with you. Yeah, so when I came back from Atlantic City, my mother's like, you know, where were you? And I'm not going to lie. I said, I went down Atlantic City, you know, throw the bones a little bit, unwind, you know, blow off some steam. And she's like, how'd you do? I said, all right. She goes, did you buy the four? I went, no. She goes, you drive all the way down to Atlantic City and you don't buy the four? <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you guys another story. Um, I'm in the office mm-hmm. and this guy comes in, right? And, uh. He's all undone. He's like, he's all nervous. I said, uh, can I help you? I got a delivery. I got a delivery. I said, oh, okay. Uh, all right. And Daddy says, okay. But he was all like nervous. And and I said, is anything wrong? Would you like some water? Can I get you a cup of coffee? He goes, no, I got a problem. I go, you do? He says, yeah, I got I got to find an OTB. I, I, I got to find an OTB. <laughs> I, so your father looks at me, he doesn't say anything. I go, really? I go, oh, I got to bet on this uh, this horse. I go, what's the horse? What's the name of the horse? He said, Kara K. Mm-hmm. Oh. I said, uh, do you have a tip? Yeah. Well, I, gotta, I, I said, look. No, I, no, before he told me the name of the horse, I said, look, I know where there's an OTB. I said, if you tell me the name of the horse, I'll tell you where the OTB is. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> and he did. And he did. So I get off the phone and I call um, Uncle Vito. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time he was in his office, I said, Vito, look, I got a tip. I don't know how good this tip is. I tell him the story. He's hysterical. Mm-hmm. I says, can you bet on the horse for me? He goes, yeah. He says, Luis, what do you want? I said, give me $100 on the line. Sure enough, we won. Oh, Lord great. knows he told his friends and people he know they made a lot of money. <laughs> but that's another true story. That's great. So you, so, so, guy, so my, my, my mother is in the presence of a degenerate gambler who's having a meltdown. She's like, wait a minute. I want to help a fellow human being, but first, I want to cash in, too. Yeah. You have a tip? Oh, you have a tip. After this guy left, your father says, only you. He says, only you would say that. I go, Joe, a couple of bucks is a couple of bucks. That's right. Yeah. He says to me, $100? I said, you can deduct it from my pay. <laughs> he says, you don't even make that much. <laughs> did you, did, did, you, oh, did you bet it to win or did you bet it across the board? No, I didn't bet it across the board. I bet it to win. Good for you. <laughs> okay, how you guys yeah. are throwing out these terms I have n- know nothing about is amazing. That's why I married you. <laughs> <laughs> But now I want to go to Vegas with you. Yeah, yeah, I want to. Oh God, I, I want a lot of good times. Yeah, I want to go. I took. Mom. I want to go with mom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have absolutely. to come out here. We have to go and please teach me craps. I might be lucky. I uh, taught you. I took you to the crap table. I, I, if you, you never threw dice before. I went. Oh, I got a virgin <laughs> shooter. I think I should learn from your mom. I, well, we won though. Yeah. <laughs> when I used to play craft, I was very, very um, quiet and straight-faced. You know, I, I concentrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because my, my when my mother can focus, she can influence dice. <laughs> hey. Every little bit help. Oh yeah, you know? she did. She, she gets if, if she gets really angry and really focused, every spoon in the kitchen is bent. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I love your stories, Adam. It's too bad they're not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'm not the only one. Thank you. No. <laughs> God, you brought back a lot of memories, a lot of really good memories. I yeah. forgot all about that. Mark, do you gamble? Not nearly enough. And, and I know <laughs> moving forward, I only want to gamble by your side of the craps table. That, that, to me, is the only safe play. Or go to the track with you because you're gold. I agree. <laughs> my, mo- my mother's only gold at the track if there's a degenerate gambler shaking in her presence. <laughs> 
<laughs> she has that gut feeling. I remember when my pal Joe and I are down in Lake City, and we're at the crap table, and we're on a roll, right? And my father comes over and goes, how are you guys doing? We're up! We're up! My father goes, go to bed. It's like, what? <laughs> go upstairs, go to bed, we'll get up tomorrow. He goes, no, nah, we're on a roll, we're going to take these guys. He goes, all right. He went to bed, we lost it all. <laughs> of lost it all. Woke up in the morning, we yep. met, met my mom and dad for coffee. My father looked at me and goes, how'd you do? I said, he goes, ah. He goes, you lost it all, didn't you? He went, yeah. He goes, did I tell you yeah. to go to bed? I go, yeah. He goes, all right, how much did you lose? And we told him. He goes, all right, here. He gave the money back. He goes, this is your one free pass. Next time you listen to me. And he walked away. Oh, oh wow. there you go. Oh, I could tell you stories, please. Yeah. Right, well, I love you, Ma. I love you too, sweetie. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Stay love safe. You. Love you, Ma. Bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Love you too. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Ah, that's my Ma. Love her. <laughs> I like my mother. You know why I love my mother? Because you can she, go gambling with her? Nope. You know why I love my mother? Because she is compassionate and she can cash in when other people are weak. Hold <laughs> <laughs> them bones, baby. That's it. Sounds like she has a magical gut, gut yeah. feeling. I love that. I got to find an OTB. Look, I'll tell you where the OTB is. <laughs> but, you first. Gotta, but you got to yeah. do something for me. You understand? <laughs> I need to be greased. Yeah. A little something. Is that it? Let me, let me wet my beak. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to wet my beak, kid. Yeah. Then you get the OTB info. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking to my mother, and I had a lot of fun talking to Adam Ray. He's got a great bit about uh, about the casino. And this interview was recorded before uh, Adam could tell everyone that he was playing Vince McMahon uh, on The Young Rock. Uh, but now he can, so we're telling you, and we're very happy for him because he's a really good guy. He's a really funny comic, and I had a lot of fun talking to him. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You guys give a listen to this and we will see you on the other side. And the results of the second race at OTB. At New York City OTB, you can win even if your horse doesn't. You win a place bet if your horse runs first or second, a show bet for first, second, or third. OTB pays off almost $2 million in winning bets a day. If you tell me the name of the horse, I'll tell you where the OTB is. <laughs> You're listening to the Adam Ferrara Podcast. This is 30 minutes you'll never get back. Y'all know these episodes are longer than 30 minutes, right? Right? that music can only mean one thing. Lucky Lindy made it. I'm kidding. I have some stand-up dates to tell you about, and I'm very excited about it. Like the French when Lindbergh landed. February 25th through the 27th, I will be at Helium in Philadelphia. March 4th through the 6th, I will be at the Helium in St. Louis. March 19th and 20th, I will be at the Grand Comedy Club in Escondido, California. And March 25th through the 27th, I will be at the Improv in Tempe, Arizona. There's a link for tickets in the show notes, or you can go to my website and click the link there. And as always, if you can make any of these shows, please come up afterwards and let me thank you for all the love and support you've shown me and this podcast. All right, let's listen to Adam Ray. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. ADHD, it's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is a very funny stand-up and actor. 
He's the voice of Ruben on the hysterically funny Hulu series Crossing Swords. You may have seen him on Curb Your Enthusiasm or in the movie Heat with Melissa McCarthy. He co-hosts the podcast About Last Night with my pal and friend of the show, Brad Williams. He did something very cool to feed hungry people in his hometown of Seattle. And we both share the opinion that roulette is the stupidest game in the casino. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's my new friend, Adam Ray. How are you, pal? Dude, great intro. Roulette sucks. Oh, uh, Seattle rules. If Seattle, if roulette became, I think that might be the only way I've got that much hometown pride that mm-hmm. if they were like, you know, roulette is the uh, is like, that's the thing. Like in Seattle, you know, the way that people in Boston like chowder and the people yeah. in Florida, you know, like to eat people. Uh, Seattle's got got this <laughs> roulette thing down. Then I might show a little bit more, you know, uh consideration for that game but come oh, it's on. terrible it's a terrible game first of all it, it is the worst game in the casino and when people play it they're like i have a system it's a wheel what <laughs> system do you have a it's system. a wheel and a ball i know it's all pure luck starring martin short it's everything <laughs> it's everything that you want to think the if you to try to uh act like there's skill involved. Mm-hmm. When I was in the fifth grade, I would go, uh, every summer I'd go visit my grandparents in Ada, Oklahoma. Where? Right. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> it's about two hours away from, it's where my mom grew up, and I would go see my grandparents, and they were members of this little country club This when they're in their you know 60s, 70s. And I'm a little fat kid, little fat Jew from Seattle, out in the middle of nowhere with my sis. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, trying to hit on the lifeguards. She's 15. I'm 10. I'm trying to... Just figure out where the buffet is, but it's like senior citizen buffet, but it's country club buffet. So you're like, all right, it's definitely going to be potatoes of some sort. How good are they? And is there a gravy already on it or do you get to put it on yourself? So I'm sitting now uh, ringside to this bingo game Mm -hmm. and they let me play. And the conversations that were going down between these these, uh, older citizens about, you know, one gal named Ethel was like, you know, she's like, my favorite game is blackout. That's the one I'm best at. I'm the best at blackout. And then her husband would go, you can't be good at it. All you do is put a bean on a number. You don't, there's no skill involved. They say what it is, you cover it. <laughs> yeah, well, you're just jealous because I've been good at it for years. You've been playing it for years. I mean, dude, I'm a little, I'm just like looking side by side like this throughout. I finally won one game. I thought they were all going to fucking put me on a, a, a barbecue stick and cook the fatty because I got so much shade thrown my way from these people because it was their regular game. It's yeah. like a new guy to the poker game. Sure. And let alone I'm a grandson, but they don't give a fuck, which I definitely respected. <laughs> and then one guy finally won bingo. And this is a guy I'd been talking to most of the time because I was fascinated. He had a voice box. It was a voice box. Guy. Oh yeah. With the, uh, yeah. It looks like you with got the, the noise. Yeah. The, with the noise. Um, you put like a little canceling. microphone up to the, up to your throat. Totally. The original stand up, yeah. And he, uh, <laughs> He he couldn't find his thing. He set it down like in his lap and he couldn't find it. And he was I thought he was having a stroke and he because he started to freak out and nobody really picked up on it. And I was like, hey, is it is this, is he all right? And he was like, and this is like, you know, 20 minutes into one of the games. And then wow. finally, he just grabs his thing and goes, finds it in his lap and goes, bingo. <laughs> and then I started laughing so hard. I'm 10 years old. And I was like, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. He was, I was the, he was panicking. He wasn't going to win. He didn't care about, he couldn't communicate anymore. <laughs> he was like, uh, I, he's like, you know, what a bad time to not have a set of pipes. God, is that funny? Yeah. Roulette's a terrible game. You're not yeah. a gambler though. I'm not, you know, I, I've always wanted to be, even in college, there were kids online poker playing mm-hmm. their way through college. Right. And, uh, and, you know, I do enjoy a nice, you know, 21 poker is fun. Blackjack is fun if I'm playing, like, if I take a little bit and can try, try to build something off that. Craps is is pretty uh, – I enjoy the the uh, unexpected camaraderie amongst strangers. That's, and right. like, That's what I wanted to say. I said, you're not a gam- – I, I play craps. And when I heard your bit about craps, I went, all right, he gets it. He gets why I'm there. I want to play the bit for you because it's really, really good. Oh, man. 
Craps is fun. Craps, you can build uh, some cash out of nowhere with a collective group of strangers and have that uh, out of nowhere unexpected energy be built. And we can all use a little more of that right now uh, with what's going on. Just to uh, rally around some strangers and, and just look each other in the eye and be like, dude, we're on the same page. We're, we're winning. We all want money. That's what we're here for. And the superstition level in craps is top notch. Because if you're saying some silly bullshit and you're winning, everyone jumps on board. A lot of people go with the standard, you know, you know, come on, you know, grandma needs a new pair of blue jeans. But, you know, but you can literally, you know, I don't know why grandma always needs more blue jeans, but she does. But sometimes people go with, you know, you know, come on, you know, anything you want. And people, if you're winning again, you know, just, you know, come on, come on, you know, you know, you know, Santa needs a hand job and an Uber, you know, just saying like, whatever you, you know, somebody jerked out Santa, you know, this guy's hard. Sometimes people get a little too revealing with their info at craps. A little too honest, you know, a little too, uh, all the, uh, eggs in one basket, just, you know, come on, you know, you know, daddy, daddy needs a new minivan for a second family. You're like, holy shit, all right, well, that's definitely not the time to reveal that info, Dan. <laughs> yes, the, when you, when you said that, that you're instantly connected to strangers, you, you're like, you're like the mob in a Frankenstein movie. You're just, you're, yeah, yeah, it's everyone is just all together when a cat, when a table's going good. And that's, you only ever see that. I'd say sports. I was just telling a buddy who's a big Cubs fan that mm-hmm. I was on my way to Erie, Pennsylvania to do shows at Juniors, and I was landing in Chicago for a layover on during Game 7. It was the fourth inning, Indians-Cubs, and mm-hmm. I was like, I am a dum-dum for not canceling my flight and staying the night in Chicago in case they win to party in the streets of Chicago. Right. I'm that big of a sports fan where I understand the importance of that and want to be around it. I get off the plane. It says flight canceled because of snow. I was going early for press. I immediately go get a hotel room. They win. I was in the streets all night. With mm. the, And point being, the, the you know, so many people were hugging and high-fiving strangers. Yeah. People were jumping on other people's cars. A guy got out of his car, put it in park during this, like, long strip of uh, slow traffic parade, got on his car and started dancing with the guy that was dancing on his car. <laughs> Like Michael Jackson style. Like it was just, it was. Come on, we're going to fuck up my paint. <laughs> yeah. Nobody fucks up my paint but me. Uh, if you're going to dance, dance like this at least. And it was, it was just insane. And sports does that. Yeah. Where I was like, wow, these people, uh, you know, it was just such an amazing uh, display of affection and everyone being all on the same page for the same thing. And craps, I feel like is maybe like what else does that weddings maybe but mm-hmm. even at weddings there's always a you know 20 percent of the people there that are like it's not gonna it's not gonna work yeah it's not, eh, you know like there's always an but, uncle going those of you who bought gifts hold on to the receipt <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i want you and i to play those uncles in the movie starring julia roberts and oh i don't know dylan mcdermott again <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I got that, and the superstitions you hit with craps are just because I I'm the same one. If I throw, if I, if I'm having a good roll and I throw the dice and they go off the table, I'm the first one to scream, "Same dice!" and I make them go and find it. I make them go and find it because the power's in the dice. Wow. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I dig the. Uh, not that you um, you know need to be making friends in Vegas, but like, <laughs> but you, you know, because you can buy them. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. You're in New York right now, right? No, I'm in California. Do you have buddies back home that uh, are your, and this is probably more of a parent move, where mm-hmm. it's like, did you hear about this person? The daughter had a miscarriage. Like, do you have that type of... Uh... Oh, yeah. My mother. My mother yeah, does right. that. All th- my, my mother does... This, this is my mother, Adam. Uh, Adam, do you remember Laverne Falcone? No, Ma, I don't remember. <laughs> yes, you do. She lived up the block... She had the overbite. Ma, I don't remember. She gave you a ride home from the mall when you had the flat tire. Ma, I don't. Yes, okay, Ma, I remember. Dead. She's dead. Her funeral's Tuesday. Are you still going to be here? Maybe you can give her mother a ride to the funeral. (laughs) And pay it back. Yeah. You have a bit about your mother. Oh, yeah. That made me laugh hysterically. I just want to play this one. We have stupid fights, my mom and I. Got into a fight about whether it's pronounced Fanta or Fanta. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Mom, I haven't had a, a Fanta in a while. And she goes, it's Fanta. I was like, what'd you say, bitch? <laughs> it's Fanta. I go, no, Mom, it's Fanta. The jingle in the commercial goes, don't you want a, want a Fanta? She goes, no, no, it's Fanta. Don't you want a, want a Fanta? 
An adorable rendition for sure, but also incorrect. I was firm in my beverage jingle knowledge. I'm, Mom, it's fucking Fanta. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm sorry. That's just the matter uh, of facts about this moment. And she's like, "Okay, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, you know, yeah. I guess you're right, and I'm wrong. What do I know? What do I know? You know everything, and I don't know shit. Yeah, here I am, wrong again. And then she said something I've never heard before in the history of our relationship to squash any debate. She goes, "Yeah, yeah. What do I know? What do I know? You just came out of me. <laughs> I mean, that is the ultimate mic drop." <laughs> for any discrepancy. Like, you just came out of me. If she were a Mortal Kombat character, that would be her finishing move. Do you understand? This childbirth. Like, you can't come back from that. That's, that's when you pull the skull and the spine out of the person in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> she would not let me, by the way, have that game. I had to play it at uh, Brian Hildebrand's house. Who oh, had, yeah? This oh, is you- a kid who had a sports court, <clears throat> king-size Butterfingers, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah, I don't know yeah. why that was like... I had friends that Adam. They had. Uh, I went to my my cousin's house and they had sugar cereal. That was magical to me. Yeah, I, I know, had to go all the way to the South Shore of Long Island to get Cookie Crisp. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, you know, um, I did this big virtual show on Friday for a, a food bank in Seattle and got a uh, got some some people uh, to to come by that added to the you know yep. uh, the and ticket let me, value let me plug, and, that was one of the things i put in your intro that i wanted to ask you about it's called the northwest harvest it was for the food bank in seattle and it right. was a great cast uh, i'm sure i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna toot your horn because it was uh very impressive dana carvey oh, thanks, melissa man. mccarthy sue bird from the wnba joel McHale, tall funny yeah uh <laughs> eilis lessinger uh adam devine joey mcintyre uh ron funches who's uh another friend of the show here melissa mccarthy uh, um, and Johnny Resnick from the Goo Goo Dolls and Dana Carvey. And it was great. And you did it all it was, to benefit uh, the food bank yeah, in it was Seattle. All for this food bank. And uh, and it was awesome. Um, showing great uh, production value was, you know, I was able to get everybody to do a little sound check prior so that they could get their connection set. And mm-hmm. it was a little over three hours. We had about a thousand plus people for the first two and a half. And then it kind of dropped off to about 500. But tickets were 15 bucks. So. You know, all those people are, you know, uh, well over that uh, if you would go see them live. But mm-hmm. but it was cool to get that going. But still, even with something like that, and it it definitely felt great. And I, you know, I think I did a, a, a decent job keeping it going the whole time. And everybody had different games and conversations and, and it flowed well. And the music performances kind of tied in well. I still have a buddy. This friend, the first time he saw me headline, gave me notes. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, he's a musician. So but right now he's in real estate. And three kids, you know, consumes, could not be a bigger supporter and friend, Mm -hmm. but definitely has no problem. And not just like, like, hey, hey, take it or leave it. Like, here's something I noticed. Like, I don't know if I might be full of shit. It's not prefaced with any of that. It's straight up like, you need to say fuck more on that part. And you need to, (laughs) you were too slow during that one part. Like giving like performance notes. And I'm like, yeah. Okay, and I always just humor him. And then even on this benefit, he was very critical. And he was just like, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's cool. He's like, I didn't really like this person that much. He's like, and then he, and he still does some compliments. He's like, yeah, but, and then did you, and the transitions, they were, they were cool. I was kind of, I was kind of hoping for like some fancier transitions. It was just kind of like a cross dissolve into the guest. I thought that was a great opportunity for like a, like a, uh, like a, <laughs> you could have a Seattle banner, maybe like a hydroplane like whip by. And I was like. I'll keep that in mind for the next yeah, I'll charity show. Throw a fish to wipe to the next person. <laughs> Listen, I want to thank you for the notes. We're going to put these in escrow, and then <laughs> you're in there fucking you real estate. Stop it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's look. I'm not. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go up to Van Gogh and go. It's too much yellow. <laughs> too much yellow. What do you? What do? You, why do you need both ears? <clears throat> show her you love her. Here's the knife. <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to uh, you're not going to go to Tony Robbins and be like, dude, just tone down. You're a little too gummy. Just yeah, fucking just put that upper lip. Something. See if you can curl it around. Shave those teeth down. Make an effort, <laughs> will you, Mister Ed? Jesus, I got I did a little journal work and some personal inventory, and you got a horse face. <laughs> that guy. Did you watch that doc? No, I didn't see the doc. But when I, I bought the tape series when I started going on the road. I, wow. I bought the cassette tapes, Adam. I bought the cassette tapes. I did the I was like, this guy has, because you know what it is. You're on the road when you're a kid. Yes. It's middle of the night. Who's up at the middle of the night? People who aren't happy with their lives and comics. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I started getting into meditation. Wayne Dyer, I was watching him. If you breathe right, you'll get a series. Okay. So I. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did anything come out of. Uh, yes, of- I realized. <laughs> They're just as scared as I am. 
It's a it's an aggressive car salesman. Yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. It's, <laughs> it's it's that whole aggressive car. And you got you do that. You illustrate that in your act um, when you talk about uh, your friends in the bachelor parties and going to Vegas. And oh yeah. One of the bits I loved uh, was when you went when you went to the wine country. I want to play you this clip. Oh yeah. Last time I was up here, I went wine tasting for a bachelor party. Yeah, that was my response too when it was brought to the table. <laughs> My buddy was like, dude, we're going wine tasting. I was like, fucking why? <laughs> what happened to Vegas? We're dudes. It's an enjoyable experience. My one qualm about that uh, <laughs> scenario is the people who pour the wine, these sommeliers. I get that you love wine. You're eating, uh, drinking, talking, breathing, sleeping wine 24-7. But uh, hey, man, don't inundate us with so much information. Uh, don't shower us with all these facts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're day drinking. You know? <laughs> it's 10 a.m. and I am fucked up, Bruce. I don't really care where the grapes birth canal is located. <laughs> I showed up to your winery already drunk. What does that tell you about how much learning I'm trying to do on a Sunday morning? But you think that. You can't say that because that's rude. And, you you know, it's fun to pretend. It's fun to go along with their spiel because they get so into it. And it's fun to yes and, and and take what they say and spin it into your own bullshit because then you walk out being like, I actually know a lot more about Chardonnay than I thought I did. <laughs> the line I love is that subtext of self-awareness. Spin it into your own bullshit. I love that <laughs> line. Oh, yeah. the I mean, that was a unique <clears throat> experience to do it for a bachelor party, but also... It was my first time doing the whole experience. And all I'd ever seen from it was probably Paul Giamatti and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sideways. Michael, yeah, Michael Hayden Church. Oh, dude, such a good movie. I mean, uh, that world is so special. Now I have a couple buddies that run wineries mm -hmm. and are... Are, are are though they're pretty normal and fun like you and I. They're just... They're not kind of the posh wine you know, storytellers that, that you would imagine, but you yeah. also want that. Like they, when, when one of them took, uh, my, my fiance and I t on a little tour, he, uh, definitely made sure to have that guy that was just like, yeah, what do you shake it three times? Mm -hmm. Take a sniff. Not, not four. If you shake it, if you stir it four times, I'm going to make you pour it out and we're going to go back to the start. And it was just like, don't be the one right. that ruins it for the group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't fuck it up for the group. The, um, but there is, it's also like, I don't know. I, I don't want to be disrespectful and be like, you know, is really a, a $10,000 bottle of wine that much better? Or is it spent more time? Let's Break it down. say I had the money and the palate. I'm still not spending ten grand on the wine. I'll buy a $25 bottle of wine. We'll have a nice time. We got a lot of money to go gambling later. That's it. That's the choices I'm making. Do you think the people that buy the more expensive wine are overcompensating for their shitty conversations? Probably. Do they think like, this is going to be a great time because right. they're always going to go back to how expensive the wine is. Yeah. Versus when it's 25 bucks, dude, it's it's known, it's understood. The good time is what's at the forefront and the conversation is driving the ship. Yeah. But when you buy $10,000 worth of wine and that's that's why Johnny Depp was, you know, pooping in beds or she's pooping in bed. There's a lot of poop, you know, I, whatever it was when he was like, you know, she definitely like, she tried to drink, she tried to blame the poop on the dog. And we all know you can blame farts on dogs but not poop. You know, I was like you can you know, uh, you know, do you uh, when you see these Powerball Mega Millions? Yeah. Do you uh, what most people did as kids, which is fantasize about what you do with that money? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, first of all, I, not only this, I got my plan. I'm taking the payout, Adam. I'm taking the payout. I'll pay oh, the yeah. taxes. I'm not waiting for you to give me my money. I'll just what do you want to whack it up in half? Got to pay juice in life. Learn that as a right. kid. Pay the juice. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> change my name. Leave me alone. Change my name. Change my name. That's it. Wait, wait. Now, I'm you can do name. that, right? What? You can do that, right? Sure. My new name is Adam Ray. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, man, can you imagine? That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. That's Where would you move to? Where I, would you move to? I'm not telling you. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> yeah. It's, I had this conversation. I remember having this. I forget who I was talking to, but like, you know, most of these people that win the lottery, they're broke within three years because they're morons. That's why. Yeah. They're morons. All right. And most people aren't good with money. Take them. I'm good with it. I just don't have enough of it. I know where my problem is. It's a supply oh, really? issue. <laughs> Dude, see, maybe I it, when uh, when I when I get some more cash, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, check in with you because I'm still I've got a little bit of the impulse by going on inside. Right, me what's, where, what's, your, it, what's your if that because mine mine would be cars. 
if if I could. I mean, I would. Well, I for would me, have... it's like the the impulse buy post college. When I after uh, the heat and I got my first residual check, mm-hmm. which blew through it like that. Yeah. Um, I think I got a. I I know I bought like five hundred bucks worth of weed. I remember that because I wanted. <laughs> I hadn't. I had always been. Around people that had it, right. and I just wanted to have, I, for whatever reason, it seemed really cool to have a bunch of it at once and have a drawer. Okay. 500 bucks worth of weed. Yeah, man, it was a lot. You, and, bought, uh, you bought an ash can full of weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, <clears throat> actually got my mom to smoke weed uh, last summer. There's, I'm at my folks' place, mom's stepdad right now, and I'm hoping to get her to burn before I leave town again because she's got terrible arthritis. Uh-huh. And even, even last night, she... She was just on one, just having a giggle fit, and and Uber eats cookies at like eleven thirty at you night. You are high with your mother, like you're right. It is Fanta. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's funny, and might have to go in. She, uh, she's, um, you know, the first time she ever knew that I smoked weed, right, <clears throat> is when I, um, you know, it's just her and I living together. My sister had gone away to a like a, a girls like a boarding school. And just before she met my stepdad, she's my mom and I, eighth grade through high school. So she was my best friend and my enemy mm-hmm. at the same time. Because I'm in this weird time as a young man where you're like, I need you, but I but get but get out of here. Right. And um, and so uh, so I I was working at Albertsons, and uh, it was freshman year of of college, and I come back in the summertime, and I get off, and a, a friend from my acting class had come up to see some friends. And I meet up with them late night, and I take my first hit out of a gravity bong at mm. this uh, his friend's place, which is just a lot of weed. And if you haven't done it before, there should be some sort of a YouTube tutorial. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe somebody, maybe watch somebody do it first. Don't just go. Yeah, yeah that looks. Yeah. That probably there's a giant tube and a lot of. Sw- I bet I'll be. I bet I won't rob a grocery store and be banned from it for a year. Yeah. Cut to, cut to me in the Safeway. Uh, or the QFC in Seattle, I'm I'm as high as as you could want to be. Mm-hmm. Where I'm feel like I'm walking on a fucking Care Bears cloud. <laughs> Every corner I I turn, I see another fictional character from my childhood being like, "Take a cookie, no one's gonna mind." <laughs> I go down the cookie aisle. I open Adam probably thirty bags of cookies and take one cookie from each bag. Because <laughs> in my head, I was like, "That's a really fun idea," and I want to have fun right now because I'm high and I feel invincible. And there was like nobody around the store. It's oh. a big store. Go down the aisle, one cookie from each bag. It's Ten minutes later, it takes a little bit of time. You're going through. Obviously, my hands. Are, I got butterfinger hands. It's tough to open the chips ahoy bags. Let's not <laughs> sleep on that. It's a tough. They are fucking yes. packaged well. That's a seal. <clears throat> those fucking elves. <laughs> They they spend look people think people think the elves are spending a lot of time on putting the chocolate chips in the cookie. Mm-mm. They're trying to close the bag. That's, That's what they're. It. It's dwarf proof. And so I then walk out to the main area of the store and I get distracted by some French bread. As you do, I grab a loaf of French bread. I go, what do I need to wash this down with? A jug, a liter of Diet Pepsi. So I grab a liter of Pepsi and a thing of French bread, and I just start chowing down on both in the middle of the store. I'm just eating a giant <laughs> thing that I have and jugging the Pepsi. And then I go, you know, actually, I want some chocolate chip cookies from the bakery. Walk over to the bakery, put down the bread and the Pepsi, pick up cookies in front of two security guards, which I just thought were guys right. in security suits. I don't know. I walk back to the cashier. I check out. I walk outside. My friends are right out there. They, the security guys immediately grab me and just go, you want to go pay for those cookies? And I just go, it's been a long week. And immediately start to like fake, like some sort of breakdown. I go, my girl broke up with me. My dog, my dog got hit by a cookie truck. Like they're just like, all right, all right, come upstairs, come upstairs. They asked me for all my info. They're like, I'm like, what's going to happen, man? I just got to school. I can't get kicked out for, st- for fucking pulling an, an Aladdin. And so I'm upstairs and they go, <laughs> they go, uh, they go, give us all your info. They go, we're not going to arrest you because you're, um, <clears throat> you're cooperating. Right. Here's how high I was at him. I'm sitting there and I still have the cookies because I brought them upstairs. So they're like, all right, what do you have your uh, ID? I'm like, I don't, man. I'm sorry. I lost it on the plane. I'm just like, <laughs> again, like my dog, my dog broke up with me. My girlfriend was hit by the cookie truck. They're like, I thought it was the other way around. I'm like, hey, you guys are confusing me, man. Can I just go, go back? <laughs> and so then, uh, so then they're like, well, what's your address? Just give us your information. So as I'm sitting there giving it to them and the stakes are still kind of high, mm-hmm. I'm just like, two, five, 
six. And one of the guys goes, are you seriously eating cookies? And I was like, I, I, and at that point I did, you know, I wanted to be like, you guys saw my pupils. Like yeah. this is really to make me sit here and not. So anyway, so then I get home and uh, about three days later, my mom gets something in the mail. I come in she goes, she holds up a, a piece of paper that, that has my face on it and right. says uh, banned from QFC for a year. Banned from a grocery store <laughs> that I grew up going to for a year. Banned. Like, not a two-week suspension. Right. Not, hey, pay, do community, I don't know, pay, buy cookies yeah. and donate them every month. Clean up on aisle six. We're, we're good. No, it's, you can't come in here for a year. So my mom's like, what, what did you do? And I go, she, and it said, because I stole bread and, and Pepsi. And so that's what it said on the thing. And so she goes, what are you stealing bread for? She's like, well, I'm working four jobs. I can get us bread. Right. And, I'm, and I didn't want to tell her as much. So I was like, I just, I don't know. I was, I was tired and I was hungry. And but why would you steal bread? And I just go, all right, I was fucking high. Right. And then she was just like, you smoke weed. And I was like, yeah, it was a gravity bomb. She's like, what's that? I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. We could do it if you want me to show you. I don't know. There's a, you know. <laughs> We you, got maybe two, you'll understand. We got two levels in this house. Go upstairs. <laughs> I'll stay down here and hold the lighter. <laughs> oh, oh, this shit. is one of my favorite Adam Ray high stories. I got to play this bit. Can't do edibles anymore. Swore those off. Last time I had uh, an edible, I had three pop brownies. Went to Disneyland and convinced Winnie the Pooh to break character so that he could take me to a first aid station. <laughs> Because I was having a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, true story. Hey, public freak out in your 30s, table for one. I can only imagine what it looked like to ongoing children. First time at Disneyland, just seeing a grown man flexing on poo in broad daylight. Like, you gotta help me, man, my heart's gonna pop out of my fucking chest. <laughs> Losing my mind. Very, I was terrified on uh, on many levels. And then I started getting flooded with all these flashbacks because then I remembered, oh, shit, my folks took my sister and I to Disneyland when we were six for, like, a Save the Marriage trip, right? And, uh, yeah, spoiler alert, didn't work. And uh, But I remembered getting lost that day at six and uh, and getting the, uh, the, uh, the, the sweet help from Winnie the Pooh again, who I'm now facing down with 30 years later. So I'm just like, dude, Pooh, you helped me 30 years ago. Now you're going to bail me when I'm having a fucking heart attack. And this motherfucker in the suit, which I know was not a real guy, because I played Wolverine at Universal Studios. So I'm like, you know, which, you know, shouldn't be the only reason you know that somebody's not the real Winnie the Pooh. I used to play a character, too. I know you're probably Kevin from Detroit in there, you know. But I was like, dude, break the fourth wall. I need some fucking help. And this guy would not break the character code of conduct. He looked right at me and was like, like I don't know what to tell you. That's Christopher Robin, you know? <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. That is oh, hysterical. Man. Yeah, that was true. Thanks, man. That was, uh, that was a very weird, again, like, callback, full circle moment because, you know, it, 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 uh, it's almost like too good to be true as far as, like, for the bit. But, I mean, it's... Uh, you know, I think I was, what did I say, three or five, but mm. remember it and remember finding Pooh and having him take me back to safety. And I immediately had that thought when I was freaking out and, uh, and went up to him of all characters. Right. It was just like, I remember in my head, it was, it was an extra, it was like half comfort, half extra paranoia because I was like, holy shit, like, 30 years later right this is who i'm going to for help again like i was just it was it was i that wasn't lost on me so it was but i think that in the moment it gave me it made me more safe where i was just like hey Pooh, good to see you again <laughs> i know 30 years is a lot to catch up yeah. on so i'll spare you the details i've been good you look good you look the same i don't know how you do it i <laughs> <laughs> I am fucked up. Yeah. So I'm here without my parents this time. <laughs> oh God, yeah. that's funny. But people at Disneyland too, and and uh, that's what my buddy and I had a good laugh about after was because I was full on panic, and I just it was one of those things where I didn't I didn't care about who around me saw me freaking out. I was just like, I gotta get, I can't be around yeah. all these people, and it was yeah, you know, I don't know when you get that high, you just convince yourself that uh 
it's probably probably why I will never do like the ayahuasca stuff, because I've heard some friends be like, yeah, I talk to myself dead uh, sitting on a tree stump for two hours. And and my dead self convinced me. And I'm like, you lost me. at You died. Yeah. And you talk to yourself like I just I don't need to do that. Yeah. I, I'm not open. To that. It's my, my buddy's like a, like I, I I'm interested in the spiritual aspects of 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 hallucinogens. That's, a thousand percent. That's something I'd like to do, but I don't need my, my buddy who's done some acid and said, listen, it's just, you got to set the conditions. It's the environment. You just, it's like, you know, cause whatever's on your mind opens up that door in your mind. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Listen, I don't need my mortgage coming to life. All right. I don't, <laughs> I don't need it sitting on the couch talking to me. That's so funny. It's bad enough. I got to visit it every friggin' month. I don't want it around and have a chat with it. All right. Yeah. I also, <laughs> I also that's so funny. I also don't want a ton of rules like and if you're going out of your way to over explain like, you know, you want to be somewhere safe with the right amount of people yeah. like it's like I know innately. Yeah. Be you know, it's better to be uh, at a beach versus a Dave and Buster's. Right. Like if you're on <laughs> yes. if you're on something that's really going to take things up a notch because yeah. visually you don't want to be overstimulated too mm-hmm. early. But um, mushrooms I've done twice and I actually would like to do again. I, I didn't even realize up until recently that that you could do shrooms in a less dose. Mm. Like when, when I would dose. hear my buddy Sadie Danto and Ari Shafir doing shrooms pretty consistently, I uh, I was only going off of the two times I did them, which was, I think, taking an eighth, which was like enough to have a full six to eight hour trip mm. and have a, a you know, a, a full trip. But these guys were, I guess, micro dosing and taking yeah. smaller doses to just get a little a little buzz. And I didn't realize you could do that. And. And that sounds uh, yeah. The microdosing I was reading helps with the PTSD and helps people get perspective on the stuff that they their mind creates that that causes their neurosis. But I had Ari, Ari Shafir on the show, and I still have a contact eye. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for being on my show, my friend, dude. I, I really right, real it. treat, dude. Is what a cool uh, cool format. Great to see you. I can't wait till we can hang live because I feel like we'd. Uh, you know, th- you you. Uh, I've been a fan of you forever, and uh, and so it's a, a real treat to to chat with you live and hopefully we can do it, you know, really live in the flesh, but thanks for all the nice sentiments and playing some clips. And um, yeah, dude, you're the Thank shit you, brother. Uh, if people want to get a hold of you. Where do they go? Uh, Adam Ray comedy on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Adam Ray comedy.com for tour dates. Uh, album is I'll take it from here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm on a show called young rock. I, it's about Dwayne, the rock Johnson's life. I can't say my part. I think he's going to announce it or they'll announce it, but it's a guy who was very influential in his, entire wrestling thing and and uh hopefully we'll pop up more in later seasons but um it's a great it's a really cool story and, and a great show and, and everyone that plays the wrestlers and his family crushes it thank yeah. you so much my friend best to you yeah, great the family. To, thank you so much Ed. i appreciate it stay safe the add interview is brought to you by cruise into wellness.com cruise into wellness.com for all your cbd needs now let's say you're really high and you get caught just eating food in a supermarket Security brings you upstairs, and you got to come up with an excuse off the top of your head. My dog broke up with me. My girlfriend was hit by the cookie truck. This could cause you some anxiety. So why don't you do what I do? Take one of the gummies they have at cruiseintowellness.com. They also have edibles, tinctures, pain creams, bath products, pet products, and you get 20% off with the coupon code ADAM. 20% off anything they have at cruiseintowellness.com. Go. Feel better. Hi, I'm Adam Ray, and that was 30 Minutes I'll Never Get Back. I had a lot of fun talking to Adam, and uh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with him uh, when the world opens up again. (laughs) Yeah, but I got a little bit of a problem that you guys are ragging on people that enjoy playing roulette. That's my game, man. I hey, even, come on. I even know that's a loser game, Mark. Thank you. Yeah. What? Are you a, are you a wheel man? You're a wheel man? Okay. I, I, I'm really hurt because Alex just said it's a loser game. <laughs> <laughs> it has the worst odds. I, I knew that. Not, no, oh. if, if you hit a number directly, it pays 36 to 1. It's a nice payday, but it's a wheel. It's just a wheel. Yeah, unless right. you have one of those James Bond magnetic balls. And a remote control? No, Don't do it. Walk away, right. Mark. No, Mark, unless you, know what? you have magnetic balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a procedure later this year. Um, I heard what you and Adam were saying, that you're like, oh, a guy who comes up with a system with roulette, he's a moron. No, that's why I love roulette, because there is no system. You can't overthink it. It's like, wee, the wheel goes around. And I'm going to bet on my lucky number. Oh, I can bet on red. I can bet on black. I can bet on odd. Even It's easy to figure out. Yeah, maybe it's the yeah. dumb game for the dumb. Dummies, and I'm a dummy, but it's the one game. If I sit down at a blackjack table, you don't want me sitting next to you because I'm like, you know what? 
I'm feeling good. I know I'm sitting on 19, but hit me. Hit oh, me. I no. think there's an ace in there. Oh, yeah, my and gosh. everyone gets mad at you. Everyone's like, you just cost me money, jackass. Yeah. So I love roulette because it's just the wheel. It spins. And I have won in it before. So I, I feel pretty good about it. I got it now. You just like the, how it looks when mm. it goes around yeah. and around. <laughs> yeah, you like to splash around like you're a kid in the tub. Man. If, let me tell you something. If I go to the roulette wheel and you're there going, wee, I'm running. I'm running. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap. Mark, we I need didn't... to get you into Kino. At least that, at least you can have breakfast. I yeah. got to learn craps. You guys have so much fun playing craps. Adam, the next time I'm in L.A., can we drive to Vegas and, and just crush the craps table? Can we you, do that? You don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> I want to bring Mama Ferrara. Me too. Yeah, yeah. she needs to be there. Mm-hmm. Rolling her bones. All right, Mark. I got my much... hundred bucks. <laughs> All right, Mark. How much do you usually bet when you go to the roulette table? I will bring anywhere between fifty and seventy-five thousand dollars with me. <laughs> <laughs> but how much? No. You, how much is your individual bet? My individual bet. I'm betting probably like twenty-five. You know, okay. So uh, probably that's probably where I'm betting. Maybe it, it, it depends on wh- what casino I'm at, but yeah, twenty five is probably a safe bet. Okay, so twenty five bucks. All right, so pick a number from one to thirty six right now in your head. Four. No, nope, I'm sorry, it was five. Give me twenty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. They, oh wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry, it was fine. Give hold me on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's well, hilarious. I have, I have hit a number. I was with, I was with my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. She hit a number, and I started getting mad because I was losing money. I didn't hit a number, and all of a sudden, I hit a number. So between the two of us, probably about I don't know five, six hundred bucks or whatever. We pick up our chips and we start walking away, and everyone at the table gets angry at us. They're like, "Whoa, what are you doing? No, 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 no! You've won. Now you got to keep, you got to stay playing. That's how you make more money." And I was like, nope, no. Uh, Let me I'm ask an you idiot. something. And Let me ask you something. The, the people that said that, are those the people that work there? You don't listen to them. <laughs> I think they his did. Name did was, they have a his name, first tag? name was, His first name was Pitt and his last name was Boss. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if that you was his name. No, it was all the degenerates with like the oxygen tanks and the, you know, being like, what are you doing? Come on, you stay, sit next to me. Yeah, I'll that's teach you what you want to do. Listen to people that are close to death. After this, we'll go play the one-armed bandit. I'll teach you. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Those are the people that gamble, the people that have oxygen tanks and are smoking. Those are the real gamblers. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. How funny was the story when he had the panic attack? And he, oh, my God. <laughs> He had too many edibles, and he had to ask Winnie the Pooh to bring him to a safe station. <laughs> that was Ooh. great. Because he remembered Winnie the Pooh when he got scared as a kid. Yeah. Oh, it was so great. It's like in the middle of this panic, it's like, oh, my God, here's the one guy that can talk me down. Winnie, dude, dude, what's going on? Pooh can oh, help me. <laughs> and I love that the guy wouldn't break character. <laughs> it, was, it was committed, man. Yeah, yeah you can tell guys I'm not losing my I'm not losing my job for this idiot. <laughs> yeah. Pooh is cute. Yeah, Pooh's cute and he gets dental. He's not getting thrown out of Disney. <laughs> you know what he should have done? He should have asked Winnie the Pooh to get him back into the supermarket. <laughs> that was crazy. Who I mean, who gets kicked out of Whole Foods? Adam Ray. Adam. Adam Ray. And, and I, I actually, I got scolded at a Whole Foods. You did? Yeah. You didn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I'll tell you exactly where it was. There's a Whole Foods, when you play the Chicago Improv, they put you up at the Hilton. And it's right across from, uh, the Chicago Improv's in this mall. Great gig. And there's a Whole Foods there. So that's where I eat. I go. Right? So I got off the plane. Whole Foods closes at 9. It was like 7.30, so I could buy stuff for the room. I know I have a refrigerator room. I've done this gig before. I know what it is. I made it great. So I greased the driver a little bit. I go, do me a favor. Just wait here. Keep the car running. Okay. So I go Real in. Man. Yeah. So I go in, <laughs> and I was starving because I got off the plane. So I grabbed uh, I went. I grabbed a cart, and I went past the, I like the strawberry yogurt pretzels. Oh, you went by the bins? I went by the bins. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, that's I, your move. I put a scoop. In a bag, and then I was just running, getting stuff, and I was and and some guy saw me, and I I could tell when I'm being tailed. <laughs> you were tailed. I was the guys following me, and I was because I was eating a couple. I'm like, uh oh, he was over there. He saw I didn't put the thing on it. Mm-hmm. Mm, how am I gonna get out of this? So I'm, I'm stalling because I got to figure a way out of it as I'm shopping. So I get my stuff. I'm sitting there, and the guy's coming around. I see him. He's he, he's he's trying to pin me in. Mm-hmm. All right, but he can't do anything till I check out. So I'm at the cashier. Right, I go over. I I make believe I wipe my brow like this. One, and I I told the uh, the checkout lady. I said, I am so sorry. The guy's standing right there. I said, I am so sorry. 
I'm hypoglycemic and my blood sugar was crashing. <laughs> I had to take a few oh. strawberry pretzels oh my God. and oh my I didn't have goodness. time to, to write them down. May I give you $20 for your kindness? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh my sir, God. I don't know how to ring it up. I said, well, then can I just donate to the kids? I just want to make sure that you know that I took a couple of pretzels and that's why. And the, oh guy, my goodness. the guy looked down and he was like, son of a bitch. Because he couldn't do anything. <laughs> he could not do anything. Of course. It made him look that so was- bad. He lives for that. Yeah. He's like, I got one. Yeah. yeah. I, I have been guilty opening up like a kombucha mm-hmm. or because I'm thirsty, but I put it in the cart and I put the top back on. I yeah. think a lot of people do that, Yeah. but they don't consume it. Then I, you know, and you know, disappears. Yeah. Alex, you know, the movie did with me when what? I was out at Whole Foods what? with him <laughs> walking and you know, we're, we're looking for stuff. And he says, he hands me a couple of pretzels. He's like, take one. Just take one. Come on. And it's, I'm like, and I never eat at the store ever. But I was like, oh, yeah, okay, sure, I'll have a pretzel. And I eat one, and he just looks at me and he goes, now you just can't leave. <laughs> You're in. You're in with me through the, through the end of this thing. That's it. Like, oh, my God, I'm an accomplice. Now you, they got videotape. <laughs> yeah. And there's people yeah. watching. I've been caught once before. Now, to be clear, what Adam Ray did was completely different. Yeah. He just went down the aisle and said, I'm going to have some of this. I'm going to have some of that. I'm going to have a sip of this. It's I'm like, going to go back to have some of this. It was like a, a path buffet. of destruction. Like He was asking for them to just say, dude, what is going on with you, man? You can't do this. Like, no. He was just screaming. For I, like, he was and I love that. I like when he was in with the security guard. This they're, they're talking to him, trying to, he's trying to get out of it, and he's eating the cookies as they're interrogating. <laughs> yeah, right in front of him. The guard's like, Seriously, you're eating these cookies? <laughs> really? It's like a really bad day, man. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I just, I'm sorry, man. Definitely hey, had to go be for it. Go for it. You know, just go all the way, man. That just goes all the way. He definitely had to be made an example of. Mm. And, and and his pictures hanging in the supermarket. That's exactly for all to see. He's publicly <laughs> shamed. <laughs> Can they yeah. do that? And Can they, hang your picture? Sure, they wow. did it. Yeah, they did so it. And you should come go in with disguises. Yeah, well, like a mustache and stuff. Well, now you just go in with a mask. No one can tell. That's true. That's true. I feel it was a comic that was working a cruise ship, and you know, if you if if you work there, you can't gamble. Uh-huh. Nope, I didn't no. know that. Well, mm-hmm. he would rather gamble than work there, so he got, <laughs> he got thrown out. And they uh-huh. said you can't gamble. He said, okay, he bought a disguise. He oh did. no! Yeah. He, bought, he bought a cheap beard and he bought a mustache and 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 the shit. It was like Martin Mull running for Martin Mull. <laughs> I went in my head. It's Martin Mull. <laughs> what happened? They caught him again. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was a terrible disguise. Yeah, this guy can't win in the casino or fooling the staff. He's just a loser. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I had a buddy named Alturo that would uh, entertain her, and he, he loved the uh, casinos on the ships. He would just stay in there, and he'd never leave. And, and uh, I always would go in there and go, why are you always in here? He goes, I got my eye on that girl, man. And she's playing the, the the wild cherry machine. And I'm like... What's the wild cherry? It's a it's a slot machine and it's got the computer on the top mm-hmm. and it's a it's a cherry pie and wherever cherries appear on the spindles, if a cherry appears in the pie and fills the pie up, the pie pops for like a five hundred dollar bonus. But most people don't know that. And he goes, "Look, look at that girl. She don't know what that is." And I would go, "How long have you been here?" He goes, "I'm all day. I'm waiting for that thing to pop." And then he'd wait and then they'd get up and leave and he'd run over there like a checkout aisle opened up in the grocery store and he. <laughs> You know, and he and he would pop it within three minutes. I'd go, oh, my God, you're insane. And then, like, you know, a month later, I'd be in there. And then the other comic would be like, what are you doing in here? I'm got my eye on this machine. <laughs> I would keep going back. And I never lost. So so they would leave and you would hit the progressive jackpot that they didn't know was there. Yes. He would go. He would go. There's only one group of people who know about it. Old ladies. <laughs> it was an old. Oh, man. If he sees an old lady, he's like, oh, I'm going. I'm going to eat. She's going to win. Yeah. She knows about it. She knows about it. Yeah, she knows all about it. You know, you know who else probably knows about it? My mother. <laughs> and everybody yeah. now listening to the podcast. And everyone listening to this podcast. Here's what I never understood about the slot machines. You like the Wheel of Fortune, honey. Yes, I do. Yeah, my wife likes the Wheel of Fortune. Uh, okay, hold on. Go ahead. Wheel. Of fortune. That, yes, that's she, the part I like. That's what she does. So, so Alex, that wheel's okay, but my <laughs> wheel makes me a loser. Yes. I just want to. I want to make sure I understand the rules of the game. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Now, now, you got that straight in your head, Stern. I do now. Thank All you right, very much. Fine. <laughs> yeah. So you like you like the wheel of fortune. Here's mm-hmm. what I never understood. They have like like TV shows and movies that sponsor slot machines now, like the wheel right. of fortune. 
I was working at Mohegan Sun. I was walking to the gig. I walked through the casino. There was a lady putting her money in a slot machine sponsored by the Titanic. (laughs) What bigger friggin' indication do you need that this is not going to end well? (laughs) Why don't you just put your money in a machine called alimony? You think that's going to pay off? Where'd you win all that money? Yeah, the Hindenburg. The Hindenburg machine. <laughs> or Friday the 13th. Yes, and we got the progressive, the oh, the humanity progressive. We hit that too. <laughs> I want to thank Adam Ray for being on the podcast. He is on The Young Rock, which is on NBC. He plays Vince McMahon. He's a very, very funny comic. And honey, if they want to get a hold of us, where do they go? The Adam Ferrar at Gmail. And the show is growing, and it's all because of you guys. Uh, please tell somebody you love about the show. And if you get a chance to uh, leave us a review, that helps us with our friend. Mr. Algorithm. And always remember, life is hard. Take it easy on yourself. The part is ended. Don't peace. And she's like, how'd you do? I said, all right. She goes, did you buy the four? I went, no. She goes, you drive all the way down to Atlantic City, and you don't buy the four? <laughs> Adam. Don't you know that you always buy the four? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.